welcome to the Sanam S4 SDG podcast series. At Sanam S4, we strongly support the march towards achieving the SDGs by 2030. Given our close working relationships with the government, corporates, not-for-profits and universities over the last decade, we recognize that they can serve as critical agents to achieving the SDGs, especially within India. This podcast is an endeavor to bring together the great minds that are contributing to the global march in their own unique way. Hello everyone and welcome to the Sanam S4 SDG podcast series season 2. I'm your host Rahul Rajput. At Sanam S4, we recognize that the youth are the change makers and inheritors of this planet. Therefore, it is necessary to empower and educate them about the SDGs. In line with this aim, Sanam S4 is hosting a virtual 2-day SDG conclave in October to bring together students, universities, non-profits and industry leaders. Sanam S4 is also hosting a change makers competition to provide a platform for youth leaders and innovators from across India to demonstrate their solutions to India's pressing developmental challenges. Students from across India have already registered for this competition. Season 2 of our podcast series is focused on highlighting the youth change makers of India who are taking the country a step closer to achieving the SDGs. Our first guest in this series is Mr. Naman Gupta. founder of Code Effort Private Limited from Noida Uttar Pradesh Naman and his team are leading India in tackling a ubiquitous problem which is often neglected that of cigarette waste while still in college Naman came up with a unique solution to recycle discarded cigarette stubs into a wide range of products which are now available on his platform Naman and his team have recycled over a staggering 300 million cigarette stubs to date and now operate in over 200 districts across India Today we will be talking to Naman about his journey in this endeavor. Naman, it is great to have you on this podcast. I would like to start by asking, how did you come up with this idea and how old were you at that time? First of all, thank you Rahul ji for having me here and I thank the esteemed the organization Sanam S4 for giving us the opportunity to be a part of your movement and I would like to wish everybody all the best who will be competing in this competition when we started we started i was around 20 21 years of age when we started so when we started we realized the problem of cigarette waste in our own city and through our realization we started researching and after rigorous research and a lot of trials and testing we came up with a solution through which we can provide an end to end solution to the problem of cigarette waste and provide the society with an alternate option for an appropriate disposal of cigarette butt okay so naman as you know like so many of us you know we walk around our city you know we discuss so many problems that are you know our society our environment face you know and we also discuss ways to solve these problems you know we often talk about governments authorities and our communities and how we can solve these problems but you have gone a step ahead and actually solved this problem now what was that motivating factor for you to go from beyond that stage where you think of a solution to actually doing it the main motivation behind this concept of ours is the hunger to serve the society and provide an alternate solution a better solution to the problem of cigarette butt so through the support of the public and media support and all those valuable customers who have been buying our products through this we have been motivated each and every day and we are hoping that we reach more and more heights in the coming time that's great to hear naman 
So Naman, could you, for our audience, could you just uh, give a brief idea of the range of operation, the scale of operation that Code Effort Private Limited is currently undertaking across India? Like what different states you're in and how much processing do you do per day? When we started in 2018, because we are based in Noida, Noida comes under the state of Uttar Pradesh. So we started our operations by creating awareness in three connected cities, that is Noida, Delhi and Gurgaon, because these are in our proximity and we have a good know-how about the basic culture of these three cities. So eventually when we created a good buzz of the cigarette buds and its uh, recyclability in these three t- in these three cities, we gradually started expanding our wings in other states. And today, as of today, we are operating in more than 250 districts across India. Apart from that, we have also started our operations in Nepal and hoping that in this coming financial year, in this current financial year and in the coming five years, we will represent India in other nations also and boost the Indian economy and solve the problem of cigarette waste in other nations also. In the team size, when we started at that time, we were just alone. We just had our determination and passion and hunger towards the cause of cigarette waste management and recycling. But today, through our efforts and through the joint efforts, we have around more than 1,000 people connected with us currently who are either collecting and supplying us the waste or making the final products or in the distribution segment in the same company, Code Effort Private Limited. Wow, that is that is a large amount of people you have currently engaged. It goes to show how you know, how much, you know, manpower and, you know, is needed to conduct an operation of this scale, like over 300 million subs recycled, you know, that's, that's a staggering figure. So based on that, going on from that, could you please explain to our audience, like what are the basic steps involved in this whole process? Like what are the basic technicalities from, like how do you guys, you know, like even before that, like how do you guys manage to collect these tubs, right? There's, you know, you see them littered everywhere, but there's no, I've never seen a designated dustbin for that. Like how, how does that process work of the collection part? For collection, we have devised various strategies. I'll explain some of them. Firstly, we engage volunteers, practicers, and those people who are unable to get a source of income. So we try to engage with these people through which we are able to create awareness amongst the public about the adversity of the cigarette bud as well as collect the cigarette parts from the ground level. This is one of the strategies. The other one is that we provide a cigarette waste receptacle to corporate offices or individual smokers who are smoking at their house. So through this, we are able to segregate the cigarette parts at source. And through this segregation, we are able to collect the cigarette parts directly from the users. And after that, once we collect the material, the material is brought to our factory and then later processed into further final product. Okay, so what are the basic steps involved, like basic technicalities of the recycling of cigarette stubs? And how do you manage to convert them into this wide range of products that you offer? So once we receive the cigarette bud at our factory, if you might have seen a cigarette bud, it generally has a paper covering over it. And the polymer type of material, which is generally misconcepted as cotton, is inside the paper covering. And in India and through our experience, we have learned that some people people don't consume the complete cigarette. So we generate one or two percent of the leftover tobacco also. So these three things, 
the paper, the tobacco, and the polymer. These are disintegrated manually by our expert team members who are working with us at our factory in Noida. And after disintegration, it is going through a treatment process. So the paper and the tobacco is converted into a pulp kind of a thing through a shredding machine. And after converting it into a pulp, it is going through a binding process for which is mandatory to make mosquito repellent. So from the paper and the tobacco, we are converting it into mosquito repellents and we have one more range of products from the leftover paper and tobacco that is the organic compost powder which can be used in the organic nurseries or household plantations. So this is the process that we follow for the paper and the tobacco. For the polymer, the cotton type material, the polymer cellulose acetate is first shredded so that it loses its natural form. After shredding, it goes through an organic and biodegradable chemical treatment process. This chemical treatment process is a 24-hour process and completely human-friendly, skin-friendly. It doesn't have any negative impact on the workers or the environment. And after this 24-hour treatment process, the material goes through a quality and approval process. And once the approval is there, it is further used as a stuffing material in cushions, soft toys, mattresses and bolsters. So these are major categories that we produce from the polymer material. And as of today, we have more than 300 designs in these categories. That's amazing. Uh, I mean, who would have thought that discarded cigarette stub lying on the road can be transformed into a mosquito repellent and a cushion? That's so fascinating to hear. And this is such amazing work you guys are doing. So just out of curiosity, you know, what would like what generally happen to these cigarette stubs lying, you know, lying on the streets or anywhere else before you guys stepped in? Like, was there like when the authority collects these cigarette stubs, like is there any special process they're gone through or just, you know, dumped in landfills or something like that? Before us, I was unable to learn about any existing company which was dealing with this kind of waste. So when we started, I think internationally there might be some company or somebody must be doing at their own individual capacity. But as an organization or a complete business entity, we are the first ones who are dealing in the cigarette waste management and recycling domain. And as of today also, we have 100% market share in India. So before our inception, I don't exactly know if somebody was recycling, but as far as I know, it was ending up on the roadside and eventually going into the oceans and creating menace and creating a lot of environmental problems through the cigarette part. That's great to hear. I mean, in our times, it's so important to you know, treat waste management, you know, above and beyond just think we have to treat it beyond like, you know, how we consider it's just collecting garbage, but we have to look at it as the term you mentioned from a management perspective. Like we can't just simply be happy with the removing garbage. We have to manage it, which is why I really like this term that you use. Now, when you were starting your organization, was there any opposition, any hurdles? What were the biggest problems that you faced starting this? The biggest hurdle that we faced was to create awareness amongst the public because like I said that there was no adequate resources or guidance or any specific company which was dealing in this kind of waste. So creating awareness that cigarette butt is also harmful for the environment took a lot of time. And as an entrepreneur, I believe that we don't take hurdles and criticism against us. We take them as opportunities so that we can learn from those hurdles. And these hurdles will create more and more experience for us. And they will help us grow in the longer run. That's very admirable spirit. 
So now I'm curious, you know, these discarded cigarette stubs, so they must have a lot of harmful chemicals, right? So how do you deal with that? Like, how do you perhaps protect your workers who, you know, have to deal with the large quantities of these cigarette stubs? Like, what are some health measures that you guys take? The basic precautions that we take are by using gloves and masks so that our team members who are dealing with the treatment of cigarette waste do not get affected with the toxicity that the cigarette butt has. Apart from that, we have devised such a chemical that can treat cigarette butts to an extent of 99%. And the chemicals that we use are completely biodegradable and human-friendly. So through this chemical composition, we can assure that the toxicity of cigarette butts will be eliminated to the most extent as possible and it won't have any effect to the team members as well as the environment. So our treatment model is made in such a way that we don't have any carbon footprints and our business model is completely carbon neutral. Wow, that's great to hear. I mean, carbon, you know, it's it's great to hear that you have managed to, you know, you know have a negative carbon footprint through your entire operation. So when you reach out to workers, how do they, how do they respond to, you know, you know, this is such a unique kind of work being done. Like, how do they, like, how do your workers see this kind of work? Like, do they take pride in this work? The team members who have connected with us so far, they take pride in the work because this is a completely unique concept. And they stand out from the market if they are working with us. The team members that we have, they are more inclined towards serving the society. So they take pride in helping the society and protecting the environment more than the money. So I believe all the team members are happy. And through this podcast, I would like to humbly request other people also to join hands with us and help the society as much as they can. Yes, definitely. I would also request our audience living in and around, especially NCR, to definitely look out for Code FS Private Limited for volunteering opportunities. So have you received any support now Now that you, you know, such a large organization, like have you received any support from any, like any level of government to, you know, sort of have a tie-up? Because a lot of the waste collection is done by the government levels, right? So that could be an efficient way for you guys to even like, you know, process this waste on a larger level. So has any form of authority reached out to you? I don't exactly remember if some organization, some government body has collaborated with us currently, but we have a lot of NGOs and social organizations who have tied up and collaborated with us to help us in managing the cigarette waste and we focus on our recycling part as much as possible. Apart from that, as an organization, we are incubated through esteemed organizations. I am Kashipur and Industrial Development, Institute of Industrial Development. So that is a plus for our organization. And I hope that in the coming time, if the government bodies like our working and they appreciate our efforts, so we are more than happy to join hands with them and solve the problem of cigarette waste collectively. I certainly hope so as well. And hopefully this podcast can reach out to the relevant people. So as you know, we're living in this pandemic. Now, pandemic has turned upside down many businesses and many people's lives since it started. So has it affected your operations? Yes, it has various pros. Everything has various pros and cons. So for COVID, we because we don't produce any essential commodity, so 
as of today because we are facing this tough time so sales wise it has hampered but because we have a distribution network so we are able to survive our business and it's better to remain safe in this time so that once we are safe and once we overcome from this problem we can start our operations in full force as we were doing before okay yeah really hoping for fast recovery of the nation and of our people So what are your future plans like how do you plan to expand code efforts like we it like you know through more activism like you know enlightening people about the harmful effects or like just trade business wise like how, how do you plan to what are your future plans for code efforts private limited in the coming 5 years we are expecting to expand our product design categories from 300 to more than 1000 designs and as of today like we have more than 200 collection centers in india and we are operating in nepal also currently so we are hoping that in the coming 5 years we expand our business venture into various other nations as well as in various other districts and hopefully we will cover each and every district in the coming time definitely that's something that's widely needed you know as much waste can, that can be recycled and you know such unique products that you guys are making like you know mosquito repellents i'm genuinely surprised by that you know so naman just to you know end this conversation i would like to on behalf of you know several of our change our students participating in this change maker competition right now they young people you know they'll be slightly below your age slightly above your age when you start this when you thought of this now like from their perspective you know how do how do students can you know think of solutions and not just think of them but also act on them like you did like what advice would you have for these kids my basic advice for the people or the students who are willing to do something for the society or towards these sustainable development goals is to find the actual purpose of their actions because if they don't have a purpose like when we started our main purpose was to eradicate the cigarette butts from our beautiful environment we didn't know we would have reached so far and we didn't think that we would have recycled more than 300 million cigarette butts but we did it through our determination and through our efforts so it's just that you must have a purpose behind your actions because without purpose there's no need of any action so my basic and the most helpful advice would be that they should focus on their purpose why they are doing this and besides money if they are working on something related to sustainable development they should have the motivation and they should have the determination to make their ideas real in the actual time that's very well put naman just off the top of your head like do you have any you know potential problems that you've seen in your years of experience which can be solved you know require innovating which our students can look towards to my basic advice is that when we prepare an idea that is on paper that is like a theoretical but when you go into the actual ground level you'll understand the actual reality that the particular problem has like when we started we thought that collecting cigarette butt would be a, a cake walk but that was the most difficult task for us in the initial phase so i would just humbly 
advise other people who want to do something related to waste management or be it towards sustainable development that instead of just planning they should start implementing their plans on the ground level so that they can analyze the actual potential and the actual problem that the society has so that they can develop a solution in a very efficient and a very responsible manner that's very interesting to hear because you think that the actual processing part of the cigarette stubs would be harder than the collection part but what you just said is very interesting and i certainly hope that this advice of yours will help many of our students participating i would like to add one small thing here also i'll add one thing here also because we started in india so our experience is related to the indian geography and indian culture so it may vary in the international domain but if you are planning to do something in india so understanding and analyzing the actual problem by implementing your plans on the ground level is very important because without it you won't be able to actually solve the problem so that would be my advice That's great, Naman. Thank you for that. And I hope this will benefit many of our students participating in this Changemakers competition. And thank you for joining us on this podcast and sharing your inspirational journey with all of us. On behalf of Sanam Mesfour, I would like to wish you and your entire team all the best for the future and safe times in this pandemic. Thank you so much, Rahul ji. Thank you. I am very obliged to be with you. And if somebody, if any student or any person wants to reach out to us we are more than happy you can just contact us through our official or online platform so we are always open to join hands with each and every one of you and i wish each and every student who is participating in this competition all the best even if you win or don't win even if you lose and if you have presented an idea or a plan which can solve the problem of the society you implement it on the ground level even if you don't win this competition you don't have to back out because the intention is the main thing if you have the intention to serve the society you will definitely succeed and if you have the energy to win you will definitely win thank you for having me thank you namaste this episode was powered by manic pod